0: At, at, ask at, at, what is up, everybody? Paplin here, and welcome to episode 1165 of AskPad 2.0. You're about to listen to a coaching call between myself and an entrepreneur just like you. And today we're talking with Mark from Mark Savant Media and also the host of the After Hours Entrepreneur, which is an amazing podcast, which you should all check out when you have a chance. But first, you wanna listen to Mark talk about positioning and messaging because he's got a couple clients. He wants to make some more sales. And we discovered quite quickly that there was a little bit of a messaging problem that we sort of nailed down and we try to figure out together and brainstorm. And, you know, I don't always have the answers. And sometimes the answers come from those who are actually the guests on the show who are asking the questions. So you'll hear us kind of work together to hone in on exactly the messaging that needs to happen so that, clients will be more attracted to exactly what Mark is offering. And hopefully by the end, you can check out how you might be able to do the same exercises for yourself too. So here he is, Mark Savant from Mark Savant Media and the After Hours Entrepreneur Podcast. Mark, welcome to Ask Pat 2.0. Thanks for coming in today, man. Pat, thrilled to be here. Thanks for having me. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do.
1: Yeah, so essentially what I do is I help people build their brand on social media as efficiently as possible. I just had this thesis that everyone needs to have some sort of digital presence. And when you're running a business, when you're running a household, when you've got a main job, it's almost impossible to do that because time is such a restriction. So I do a few different things. A, I've got a bunch of training and training modules on YouTube, on my podcast, a ton of free content. My podcast is called the After Hours Entrepreneur. And so that that's part of what I do. And then I also have a team set up to help service clients. So sometimes clients will reach out or I'll reach out to potential clients, say, Hey, I can help you build your brand on social media. And generally it's doing stuff just like this video recorded calls that we can turn into tons and tons of content. And so those are really the the two main breads and butter. And I'm just trying to really get this thing humming along. I've got some great systems, some great processes in place. I'm getting tons of attention across multiple platforms, but Pat, I'm just trying to find ways that I can develop the income streams, develop the revenue, and who better than the creator of Smart Passive Income, right?
0: <laughs> Let me ask you, what kind of revenue is coming in right now and where is it coming from exactly?
1: Okay, so right now, the revenue is, is fairly moderate. I've got one to two clients on and off who are allowing me or, or letting me kind of edit, distribute their content across social media, right? And it's, it, that's another thing that we might talk about is getting someone and keeping them, right? right? So that's another thing because sometimes I'll, I'll do a few jobs for someone and then I'm outside their budget or something like that. So messaging might be something to talk about. I have some affiliate links that I'm making a little bit of, of cash on. Again, not a ton, but a little bit. I'm developing some sponsorships, a little bit of cash there. I'm developing some relationships with podcast booking agencies, a little bit of cash there. You know, I'm close to getting the AdSense revenue from YouTube, which I think on based on Social Blade, we should be bringing in about seven thousand dollars a year there. So I've got small streams of income coming from several different places.
0: Yeah. Okay, that's great. First of all, nicely diversified across many different places, which which is a good thing, because then you can figure out, okay, well, which of these are working best and you can then lean into that. Right. And you're still sort of early on, which is really great. I'd love to learn more about your customer acquisition process, how you know, I know you have the podcast and, and other things, too. Remember, Subscribe after hours, entrepreneur. And if people come in there, how are you taking them from from there or any other places on the outside of your business inside of your business? What's what's the flow like?
1: Okay, so to be honest, Pat, ninety eight percent of my time when it comes to customer acquisition it's just producing content. And the the theory there is produce you'll give away your best stuff for free, Gary V style. People will recognize and then you know my dms just blow up my linkedin people are joining my clubhouse rooms i'm getting emails instagram i'm just getting dm'd all the time however i'm not having a lot of success in converting these people into agency style clients like sure i can get pick up some ad or some affiliate revenue saying hey you want to record video this is what i recommend you want to do this this is what i recommend so i i spend very little time actually proactively reaching out and again, I think that's part of where my my funnel, if you would, needs some work because the messaging, when you go to marksavantmedia.com, the big banner there at the top, which I think I learned from you, big banner, few words, and then a button right there on the top of the landing page. But it's take your side hustle full-time, take your side hustle full-time, take your side hustle full-time. That's kind of the name at the top. That's the theme at the top. But I feel like there's a little bit of a disconnect between you know building your brand with social media content efficiently and taking your side hustle full-time. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. I mean, tell me why you feel it's disconnected. I have some thoughts, but I'd love to hear from your perspective.
1: Well, I think the main disconnect, Pat, is the way that the business is trending is more about helping small businesses and entrepreneurs scale their social media production with as little time as possible. Okay.
0: Whatever you just said there, like really got me fired up, helping me scale my business with as little work as possible. Like that to me, that's very clear, right? Yeah. Oh, I can work with Mark, I can scale my business, but I don't have to do a ton of work. That to me is huge value versus the more general thing that you said, take your side business full-time. What does that even mean? What is a side business? What is like going full-time actually involved? How long is this gonna take? How does one even go about doing that? Because there are many different ways to do that. I think you nailed, whatever you just said there, you nailed it and that should be, in my opinion, based on everything we just talked about and how you serve others, that should be the driving factor, right? Almost it seems like, like I think you're right. You had men- mentioned this word a couple of times. It's the messaging, it's the positioning. That got me really excited. I just wanted to, sorry to interrupt, but that, I just wanted to pull that out because that, that spoke to me.
1: Yeah, I love it. Well, I, and I've been thinking about this a long time because, you know, when I see very successful entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, agencies, their messaging is on point from the first touch to them signing the check. Right you know certainly my business has evolved tremendously over just the past 6 months and i'm just trying to again take to the next level so i think the other problem with the current tagline is people don't want to work full time you're working your side hustle because you want to relax on a beach but you know at the same time you and i both know that that's kind of this almost like this lie that's been perpetrated uh, i agree that sitting on a beach thing is is not really reality because what you what i found is the more i go the more i want to keep driving the, the things forward
0: well, on that point, what if sitting on the beach is is not it? What is it for your clients?
1: Well, as far as the clients, like what's the value? What's the journey? It's it's building that online resume. It's taking up that digital social media real estate with as little effort as possible. You know, you hop on a thirty minute Zoom call with someone who's amazing, like yourself, right? Like Pat Flynn. I've had Evan Carmichael on my show, John Lee Dumas, David Meltzer. I've got some other great people lined up, but you can take those short conversations. And then all of a sudden you've created hours and hours of content across YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram As business owners. They don't, people don't want to think about that. Yeah. You know, they want to focus on serving.
0: And so what does that do for me? Like you do that for me. So that what?
1: So I, I mean, this is a really important part of the messaging, right? So for me, part of it is staying top of mind. If you're a real, there's a million realtors out there. You know, I'm probably going to think about the realtor who's actually showing up on my screen day in
0: and day out. Oh, good. So that, so that I stay top of mind. What else? Yeah.
1: Top of mind. Of course, there's the build, no, like, and trust,
0: you know? So top of mind, build trust. Mm -hmm. This is really, you're in a groove right now. So I'm just kind of hitting these points. This is the reason why I would want to hire you. You can help me stay on the top of my potential customers' minds. You can help me earn trust faster. You can help me ultimately make more money, maybe spend more time with my family because I've been working so hard to try and repurpose all this stuff, right? Like, I don't, want to repurpose my content. I want what the repurposing of the content gives me. And that's where you fit in. You come in and you provide that value and service. If it's so clear what you can offer me, that trust that I've been building, that's why I create content, that's why I show up. I wanna build that trust. I wanna be on top of people's minds. If you can help me do that without taking more time, that to me is money. I will pay you for that because my time is money and any business owner knows that, right? Yeah, that's so different than, okay, let's take your side hustle full time. And I do agree that you're almost like leaving everybody out who doesn't want to go full time, who could still benefit from what it is that you have to offer. Right. And so, dude, this is so good. I'm sorry, I keep interrupting you, but this is like, this is what needs to be put out and it needs to be in your bios. It needs to be on your landing page. You help small business owners like me scale, stay on top of mine, you know, all this stuff that we talked about, which is the real why. Because I don't wake up in the morning and go, oh, I want to repurpose my content today. I wake up in the morning and I go, I want to be known. I want to be recognized. I want to be found. Guess what? You can do that for people. Here's how much it costs. Here's how much value you actually get back. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's exactly it. That's exactly it, man. You know, it's, it's getting that messaging on point. So here's another thing when we, we try to perfect our messaging. I feel like sometimes when you ask somebody what they do, they go into this long paragraph, right? keeping it tight's important. What are your thoughts on, cause like when I first started my current messaging, it was tips, tools, and tactics to take your side hustle full time. And then I just cut out the first half of it. Like how quickly should we be able to, or should I, uh, how quickly should I be able to portray exactly what my company does is we're talking like five, five words or less, 25 words or
0: less. I think it's not necessarily a number of words thing. I just think it's, the first thing they hear, they should go, yes, this like a hell yes is what they need to hear, whether it is three words or, or 30 words or whatever. Obviously for a tagline, you know, the shorter the better, and it might take some sort of wordsmithing to nail it. But if you were to tell me something, for example, if I visited your webpage and you said, I help business owners like you stay on top of your customer's mind, earn trust faster, all without having to do any extra work, you've intrigued me. Right. You've, you've intrigued me. And then just everything you do leans into that. Right. All the tips and strategies, sure, they're all about that. They always lead back to home, home being top of mind, trust, and maybe another T word because there's two T's there. I don't know. We can have some fun with alliteration or something and make more money. Yeah, exactly. And so when you have these conversations with people on a DM, the conversation should be in and around the same manner as well. So how, Well, is what you're doing, allowing you to stay on top of your customers' minds? Where are you publishing right now? Oh, here are all these other places you could publish that would help you earn more trust even faster. Well, guess what? I can do this for you. That'll turn into this many additional hours of content for you or this many different pieces. And all that's required is you just tell, you just give me access to your first piece and we'll do all that work for you. Dude, like I'm sold already at that point. Because all of it comes back to to this why and so top of funnel. I love how you're using DMs. I know of a lot of very successful people who don't care about the click funnels, landing lead pages, and all like you know all these lead magnets and such. They're literally just going to DMs and starting those conversations. But because they've nailed this positioning and the why behind what their customer is looking for, it's such an easy sell. It's such an easy sell after that. So it could be all things point to DMs, right? Clubhouse hey, send me a DM, we'll chat. This other thing, you know, the podcast, hey, send me a DM, we'll chat. And that way you can kind of get involved. Maybe you pop on video for 10 seconds just to like welcome people in and and just, you know, start engaging with them, which is a very different way to do it. Maybe not scalable. Eventually, you'll have to automate some of it. But in the, specifically the beginning phases of a business like this, that's what you want to lean into because guess what? There's other people who are offering similar things but they aren't Mark who's going to go and actually coordinate a conversation on a DM. They're this other company that you have to put in an application and it's just like, it doesn't even feel personal anymore.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'll say that the, the Clubhouse DM strategy has been really, really great. And again, it's 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 allowing me to create a lot of conversations, develop a lot of relationships, but I've had this kind of disconnect between the conversations I'm having and the actual backend product services landing pages. So I'm definitely going to work on that. The other, the other half of this, Pat, is I don't want to have all of my income resting solely on this agency model for a few different reasons. But one of the reasons is not everyone can afford $1,000, $2,000, 5000 a month service, right? So there's still this large group of people that I'm connecting with. I'd like to have something that I can serve them with. You know, Podcasting is something that's been really important to me, Allow me to connect with people like yourself. And so I'm wanting to develop some sort of digital product. I'm not talking about like a, a $1,000, $700 video comprehensive product, right? But more something a little bit more lightweight, at least to get started, maybe to test the waters. And I'm just trying to find a way. I love that idea. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to find a way to put together a nice, like big checklist maybe, or cheat sheet or guide or something to help people go from you know zero to hero really quickly when it comes to podcasting. That's what my first thought is, because that's what I know. That's what I do. What would you say is the best way to start to kind of develop that digital product, A, and then B, what's the best way to deliver it? I guess that's a completely different topic on its own. But Yeah,
0: I mean, before we get into the strategies of of the creation of it and, and whatnot, to consider the other offerings that you have at the agency model level, a perfect offering would be something that those people couldn't afford that would do the same things, but just doesn't have the team behind it to do it for them like the agency model is like a done for you, right? Which should be the highest price. And then there's the done. By you. Yeah, done by you, exactly. And that is a lower price. And the cool thing is when you have those two things, they both will land people in the same spot. The podcasting thing can work. Maybe that's a a secondary thing or or something for sure. Obviously, I've helped people with podcasting too. The more, the better, right? And people will want to listen and learn the ways that you want to do it. But if you were to offer, hey, here's a course, a digital course, that when you go through it, it'll help you learn how to repurpose that one piece of content that you have, turn it into all these things very easily so that, again, you stay top of mind, you earn that trust, et cetera, everything we talked about earlier. Well, there you go. And this costs, I'm just throwing a number, $499, right? Or $49 a month for 12 months. And that becomes much more accessible to those who can't afford the agency model. And there's a lot of fun things you can do there because people might have a DM with you and go, okay, I'm in. And you tell them the price and they go, ah, that's a little bit too high. Do you have anything else I can do that? Oh, actually, we have a DIY available for you. It literally will do the same thing. But you know, our team is so comprehensive with our work and we wanna make sure we provide the most value. So you know, that's a little high, you can try this course. It might even happen the other way where a person might get into the course and they go, you know what? I wanna do this, but I just don't have the time. Do you have something where I, like, can you do this for me? Oh yeah, we actually have the agency model to do this for you, hands off. But obviously that comes with a price. Oh yeah, totally, I've seen this. I just, I need to get this done because it's that valuable to me. So now these, both of these things play with each other. This is pretty cool because oftentimes what happens is you can actually charge more for the agency stuff, which then makes the online course seem that much more valuable. And you can do some fun pricing things there too there's some really cool things when you do that. And and as far as deliverability, for me, the answer is always, well, how do you best give this information to the person who needs it? So that could be a teachable situation, like a course like that. Maybe it's through something more like Circle and a membership platform. Maybe it is a book, like a more comprehensive ebook with bonuses and other things that not an ebook like you would put on Amazon, but like, you know, a Nathan Berry style ebook where, you know, there's, you know, the base level book for $39, but then there's also the book and the bonuses and all the tools and the access to the software and all this stuff for, you know, $199 or whatever. There's so many different ways to do it. But what I would recommend is actually with these people that you have contact with who can't afford your agency's stuff, ask them if you had a course available, how how valuable that would be and if that would be something they would be interested in just to even start to maybe even bring a, a list of beta students who could maybe come on and help validate this for you.
1: Well, the, the validation is the key, right, Pat? Because I don't want to spend a hundred hours shooting a bunch of video and then I only sell one, you know, one course. That's, that's not good. Exactly. You pre-sell
0: it, you pre-sell it and you only film it if, if there are people who have already paid you.
1: Yeah. Well, my thought in, in you know, just kind of let me know if this is a bad idea or not. My thought was, you know, to start by making like, cause I already have like a pretty comprehensive, like I'm big into virtual assistants. It's completely changed my life. Yeah. And so in order to do that, one of the first steps that I recommend is, and that I did was writing down a list of all the steps in your process. So I've got kind of like a head start. I just need to kind of repurpose it, clean it up a little bit. So it's, it's more deliverable. And I feel like trying to sell that at a lower cost, maybe at first, like you said, like 50 bucks or something, and then growing it, fleshing it out. And then maybe if it really hits, because that's the thing when it comes to creation and making offerings, like it's kind of hard to predict what people are going to really be attracted to. Cause the other flip side is I'm having tremendous success on clubhouse. I mean, I'm hosting these incredible rooms, like really incredible. So I'm thinking like, maybe I should make a paid offering about that, you know, and, and go hard there. So I'm, I mean, kind of being kind of dragged in a couple different directions, but I, I do really like the idea that you said, Hey, I've got the done for you and the do it yourself type of option. It seems like it would make things much more clear. There'd be more clarity in what we're doing.
0: Right, and that's the purpose of this conversation. I'm trying to make things more clear. And even with that first idea that you had about you know, unloading all your work and putting it on a sheet of paper, it's like, that's the how, but what's the what and the why? We need to sell that. The strategy is the worksheet and, and all these other things. So perhaps the tie-in would be, again, always tying back to the why's that we talked about earlier, the staying on top of mind. You can't stay on top of people's minds if you are involved in all aspects of your business. You have to have clarity on what it is that you should be doing and what you also should not be doing. And I have a proprietary method that I created that will help you unload those things so that you have more time with your audience, so that you can actually get time back to build more trust, so that you can make more money and not feel like you're always in the weeds and getting buried by everything. So for $99, I have a two-hour workshop that will work you through everything that you might need to unload and also steps on what to do with those things that you know you shouldn't be doing anymore. Now, I can understand that there's time being saved. Again, always going back to that because when you pitched it to me, you were just telling me that I had to sit down and make a checklist and that's what you were offering. That's not what you're offering, right? People don't buy an Uber because they want a taxi or a car to come pick them up. They are saving time and that's what you're offering here too.
1: Mm. I mean, I think that's really profound. Just that quick, the why, you're saving time. I think that makes a lot of sense, Pat.
0: And also with your idea for Clubhouse, I'm not telling you which one to do first or anything, but I love that idea because Clubhouse is huge right now. Obviously, you seem to be doing something that other people aren't doing in a way where that information could potentially be shared in one way or another. And what are you doing there? You're helping people learn how to use the platform so that they're not wasting time again. And so that they can utilize these relationships. You said that you're getting all these DMs. I know there's people on Clubhouse who aren't getting any DMs and that's valuable too. Thus, saving them time from finding their clients or building relationships. Again, kind of going back to that. And that that is of value. In terms of which one to do first, you, you might be able to experiment with a podcast episode about each of those things, see which one gets more juice. And then that becomes sort of your first green light to then move forward into something else perhaps.
1: Love it. Well, I really appreciate that, Pat it definitely helps me to kind of clarify the messaging to me. I've, I've known the messaging has been off. I've just been having a hard time kind of putting it together. So focusing on the why save time, build no like, and trust and stay top of mind, make more money. I'm going to flesh this out. This is really good stuff.
0: Yeah, no problem. I I mean, this is positioning and messaging is one of the hardest things to do. We're not born to learn how to promote or, or do these things. And it comes with putting yourself out there and trying and, you know, putting a message out there and seeing how it lands and, I just am very appreciative of your initiative to try and figure this out because oftentimes it can be quite difficult. So uh, I think this is gonna be really helpful for a lot of people listening. We have a couple more minutes. Is there anything else that comes to mind or you ready well, to get to work?
1: <laughs> I was just kind of curious about your experience on Clubhouse because I love the platform.
0: Yeah, let's talk about it.
1: I think it's a little bit, I mean, people are hyping it up and whatnot, but like last weekend, I hosted a room with Tala Halataha, some of the people from Club Pod, Sebastian Rusk was there, a number of people, John Lee Dumas was there. I mean, and then all of a sudden people just started coming in, like Michael Stelzner stopped in for a while, the founder of Entrepreneur stopped in for a while. And it was just like, it was just kind of like exploding. That's really cool. I mean, it's just been nuts, Pat. Like on Tuesday nights, I host a YouTube room and the other day, Sean Cannell dropped in and then Benji dropped in. And then, I mean, it's just been Justin Brown from Primal Video. It's just been crazy, man. I'm just wondering how much time are... Are you dedicating that platform? Because I know you're doing your your live YouTube every day, you know, every day of week, which is crazy. By the way, I I don't know how yeah, you I'm do almost
0: it. done. We're at day three forty, and <laughs> and I'm I, it'll be bittersweet when it's done. But it is taking up a lot of time, and it's not necessarily growing the YouTube channel. But anyway, in terms of Clubhouse, I'm spending about two hours a week on it. Just two hours a week. It's literally in my calendar. Because I've seen what other people have done. I'm not using it like you are. I think you're doing brilliant, especially when it comes to generating relationships and getting these DMs and such. I don't need those things right now. So I'm being very careful about how much time I'm putting on there because I have a lot of other responsibilities and other things also bringing leads in that I'm focusing on. It's it's been very difficult to say no to it because it's where all the cool cats are right now, right? But. I think that I need to be disciplined on it because I've seen other people literally on Clubhouse like while at dinner with their family or not even getting any sleep. It is kind of addicting. So to me, it's the calendar and I'm just spending a couple hours each week on there in certain rooms or within certain clubs to just have a presence there and and learn. Also, I found it's really useful for engaging with my audience and having them have a safe place to come up to the stage, to talk, to ask questions, to not just share their challenges and struggles, but for me to listen to how they explain them because then... I mean, that's what I would do if I were you. If you're on Clubhouse, like let's use the stage to bring your audience on to have them tell you how to position your stuff. Like literally they will tell you the words you should be using and ultimately what it is that they want if you ask the right questions.
1: Yeah, that's the magic, right? Is it's Because that's the, the challenge with podcasting. It's hard to get that engagement in real time. Yeah, exactly. Which is one of the cool things about YouTube. So the other thing that I've been looking to implement, I'm really excited. I just ordered a roadcaster. And the plan is that I can be recording my podcast live in Clubhouse while streaming live to Facebook and LinkedIn, all these other platforms and then recording it and repurposing it, sending all of that out. So I'm, you know, I'm kind of working out the logistics on that. And and to your point, Pat, like I feel like for me, Clubhouse is is really special because I don't have a huge audience like that I've grown for the past decade like you do, right? Mm-hmm. To me, it's a little bit magical in the way that you can kind of connect with with new people and, and make relationships. Even if you just pop in for like 15 minutes, like Travis Chappelle popped in for 10 minutes last week, talked for a few minutes, and I was able to provide him with some value. So Yeah, that's cool. I don't know, man. When you were on my show, the after hours entrepreneur, I, I kind of mentioned this that like there's always a new carrot to go after in and deciding on what the next carrot is
0: can be challenging. Right, but I think I think you've landed on one that works for what it is you need to do. And everything you just explained about the Roadcaster, when you were talking about that, how you're gonna use the Roadcaster so you can record your podcast while on Clubhouse and people are listening to it live, but then you could break it up and put it into different feeds. Guess what? That's literally what it is that you sell. You're helping people do just that. Like, it's it's that's one example of how you can help a person repurpose their content with one piece of, of content so, that they can again be on top of people's minds and all, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, just that's one example. And if your course had like a section on Clubhouse, for example, on how to repurpose Clubhouse content, and then another section on how to repurpose your podcast, another site like, dude, that people would eat that up, I think. So, you could perhaps test that in a micro piece of content, maybe even do a club. Maybe this is a little meta, but you could do a Clubhouse on repurposing Clubhouse stuff and how valuable that is. And then just go, hey, if anybody here is listening and you really enjoy this and you want to learn more about how you can take one piece of content like Clubhouse and turn it into multiple things so that you can stay on top of people's minds so you can earn more trust faster, just send me a DM. Send me me a DM on Instagram. I'll talk to you a little bit and see if I can help you out in your business a little bit more. We could chat. And then people go to your bio and they go, wow, you, Mark, help people get more time back, stay on top of people's minds. by Like you're the repurposing guy. You're the repurposing king. I can see that happening. I'm just kind of going through a scenario, but I hope that makes sense.
1: It makes a lot of sense. And and this, the messaging's been a little off, but I think with, even with this short conversation, I've got a bunch of notes and I can start executing, working with my team, clearing up the messaging, clearing up the website, putting something on there to start testing and then see what works and start diving into it. So I'm I'm actually really excited. I'm really excited to start executing on this stuff.
0: Awesome, Mark. Well done. Tell us where we can go and follow up and find you.
1: You can find me at Mark Savant Media all over the web. Yeah, pretty easy, Mark Savant Media. That's me, that's where I'm at. I'm on YouTube, I'm on TikTok, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Clubhouse. I'm just all over the place. You know, That's where you gotta be, you gotta be everywhere.
0: And since you're listening to a podcast, you might as well go over to After Hours Entrepreneur to listen to Mark as well. So thanks, Mark, appreciate you, man. You too, Pat. All right, I hope you enjoyed that episode with Mark. Mark, thank you so much for coming in today. I appreciate you. You can check out Mark at marksavantmedia.com. And of course, like I said earlier, the After Hours Entrepreneur Podcast. You can check him out after this show if you want to. So very, very grateful to have been a guest on his show once before. And I'm just very thankful for the opportunity to continue to connect with Mark because he, you could tell, has just such an amazing energy. And the services that he offers are so needed. We just need to nail the messaging, which is the most important thing. So I'm excited to see what Mark does with all this. Thank you again. And for listening all the way through. If you wanna go and apply to potentially get coached just like Mark did today, all you have to do is go to askpat.com and you can fill out the form there and I might reach out to you. It's not guaranteed, but I'm excited to potentially work with you. And thank you, Mark, for allowing us to share a conversation here to help everybody else too at the same time. So. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss the next episode of Ask Pat. And of course, every once in a while, we love our Where Are They Now? episodes. So people like Mark and others who we've interviewed before may come back and we might talk about what has gone well and also maybe what didn't go so well. It's always fun to see the entrepreneurial journey firsthand and that's what we do here on Ask Pat. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Looking forward to surfing in the next episode. Until then, peace out and Team Flynn for the win. Peace.